our governing entity, which will work for our destruction. But know this, Christ is the one who offers us a way out of this. When He becomes our head, when we follow Christ, then we truly become free. We become free from this bondage of sin, and we become true, free heirs of the kingdom of God. Therefore, I want to stress the importance of a small prayer that I hope each and every single one of you knows of. It is called the Jesus Prayer. And it's so important for all of us to practice praying it continuously, hopefully every day. For the Jesus Prayer, as the fathers uh, talk about, it allows us to get our head back to where it belongs. And what I mean by this is, it allows us to be able to have Christ as the center of our being, as the center of our life. And when it comes to our thoughts, right, we almost always will have these impure thoughts, these impulses to do evil, these temptations, which come along almost on a minute basis. The goal of a Christian is not to merely remove these thoughts. For Christ himself speaks in parable about this. But when you remove one demon, what happens? If you do not fill that gap, what happens? The demon will go about gather seven of his friends and return. And this state is worse than the original. Therefore, I must stress the usage of the Jesus prayer. Because with it, we are not only able to remove these wicked and impure thoughts from our head, but we are able to focus on the one free thought of Christ our Lord. St. Ezekiel, the priest from the Philokalia, says this. Vigilance acts like doorkeepers and bars the entry to evil thoughts. It allows us to fix one's gaze on heaven and to pay no attention to anything material. This is all well and good, but what is vigilance? How do we obtain it? Do we just push, push a button and we gain the ability to be vigilant over our minds? No. This is done through hard work, through prayer. And as St. Ezekiel mentions, through the power, through, through, through this beautiful prayer that is called the Jesus Prayer. But it is not simply just to say, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, and be done with it. Or to say over and over again, and think just by repeating this, it works like magic. It must be an earnest prayer. As St. Philexios of Mabog writes 
on his treaty on prayer. What is pure prayer if not when you connect your heart with your mouth and your mind with your lips? Meaning, when you pray in earnest, when you're pouring out Lord Jesus Christ from your heart and your mouth being just that instrument to praise him. This is when the Jesus prayer is fruitful. And more on that wonderful prayer, St. Ezekiel writes, if you really wish to cover your evil thoughts with shame, to be still and calm, and to watch over your heart without hindrance, let the Jesus prayer cleave to your breath. My dear brothers and sisters, if you truly wish to keep your head, be like St. John the Baptist, who never once forsook God. Be like the man whom Christ admired, saying, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. Uphold constant vigilance within your heart and desire for God to be that governing factor in your life. Do not, my dear brothers and sisters, let temptation and sin be the things which decide how you act. Do not lose your head as King Herod had lost his head when he allowed others to make decisions for him. Be strong, be firm in the faith, and keep praying, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner, from within your hearts at all times. May all glory and honor be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, we remember the faithful departed, Mr. P. B. Quincherian, passed away in India yesterday. Was a member of St. Thomas Henry Church, which I was an assistant regard for about six years. So let us remember him today. As a father shows mercy to his children, hallelujah, so the Lord shows mercy to those who fear him. As for bad his days are 